HD Smartcast. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. Welcome back to yet another season of Health Charcha issued in public interest by Medtronic. I'm Deepthi Ahuja, podcast producer HD Smartcast and your podcast host and host on the show. Uh here we will discuss all of your burning health related questions. So, let's begin. So chalo now we have understood what parkinsons is how many people are affected by it its causes symptoms stages treatments whether or not it is reversible if you've missed out on any of these answers fick or not just listen to the previous two episodes on health charcha available on htsmartcast.com ab aage <laughs> let's find out what are some of the advanced treatment options available for parkinsons in case you or your loved ones are affected by it And to talk to us about these options in this episode we have with us Dr Ravi Gopal Verma Dr Ravi is the lead consultant neurosurgery and program director at Astor Hospitals Karnataka Hi Dr Ravi how are you welcome to Health Charcha Hello thank you so much so let's fire off with questions Absolutely getting the most obvious question out of the way first let's say the medication and the supportive therapies you know like physiotherapy occupational therapy speech and language therapy dietary changes they slowly stop working for a person affected by parkinsons so then what are some of the advanced treatment options available for them okay so that's a nice question one of the advanced treatments available for parkinsons is deep brain stimulation we call it dbs surgery deep brain stimulation involves implanting of electrodes within certain areas of the brain these electrodes produce electrical impulses that regulate abnormal impulses within the nucleus right or the electric impulses can affect certain cells and chemicals that are there within the brain the amount of stimulation in deep brain stimulation can be controlled by a pacemaker like device which is placed in the upper part of your chest and the wires that travel under the skin all the way to the electrodes which are connected into your brain right um so what does dbs do for a person who has parkinsons you know does it cure them <laughs> uh that that is something that we all wished that it did but it didn't <laughs> huh. so uh, deep brain stimulation does not cure a disease but it may help lessen your symptoms so if the symptoms become less it is equal to cure mm. uh if deep brain stimulation works your symptoms will improve significantly and uh, I, they go away completely um in most patients in oh. some cases medications may be needed to be associated with deep brain stimulation uh there are certain group of people that will um you have to be selected for deep brain stimulation there are a number of variables involved in the success of deep brain stimulation and that is why it's important to uh, you know see a doctor uh, before the surgery and find out whether you are an appropriate person for dbs and would be benefited by dbs right uh, you said they don't generally go away or all the symptoms do go away so the there are three cardinal symptoms which can go away Hmm. and uh, that is what is important because uh, moment the stimulation is switched off or the medication is taken off those symptoms come back 
So, right. so basically it controls those symptoms and makes you more socially acceptable otherwise you're sitting at home you won't go out because of tremor and other disease other parts of the disease and you're so uh, you know each time you go to a crowd you get um, agitated and then you have uh, these symptoms coming up mm-hmm. so those are controlled and you are able to uh, be a social animal uh, once you have dbs in and your disease is quite well camouflaged with this treatment um but i'm sure it also helps in terms of being uh, independent and yes. i mean you know especially with the latter parts of parkinson's disease the latter stages i'm sure there's a lot of independence that a person can experience with this therapy exactly that is also a very important thing because the many things that they can't do with the disease ongoing they would be able to perform like walking making a cup of tea going in into the kitchen having a morning walk i have people who go back to playing billiards go back to swimming etc after dbs awesome awesome so then what happens when one avails this treatment dr ravi so the first thing is the preoperative assessment which is the most important thing where a neurologist will clinically examine uh, a neuropsychologist will again examine to find out if the patient is ready for such a a, a treatment Uh, then there's a detailed discussion with dbss experts like a neurologist neurosurgeon they sit together and they decide whether he's a good candidate because he needs to pass an exam that an exam where we put in some points uh, after taking a tablet and seeing the benefit and looking at those points we declare them passed or failed if they have passed then they are very good candidates for dbss hmm so that is very important and then of course we do a preoperative mri to see that there is no other cause for parkinson's in the brain we rule out any other cause for parkinson's so idiopathic parkinson's is the parkinson's that is most benefited oh and then, then what, what we do is once we clear them for surgery that means once they pass their exam and they pass mm-hmm. their assessment plan and we are satisfied i am satisfied and the neurologist is satisfied right then we admit the patient and then talk to the anesthetist so he should be anesthetically clear because they should have disease that the anesthetist will have a tough time so the cardiac setup is made a cardiac is uh, status is confirmed here yeah, the lung activities the blood counts all that are checked and after all this is over we plan surgery and the surgery is done in the operation theater with the neurologist also so the neurologist the neurosurgeon are inside we also include one of the relatives of the patient to be with the patient because the surgery is done awake and that gives a comfort level to the patient hmm. and then we do the surgery because we need his response to get our best response so when we stimulate we should see that his tremor or his rigidity or any component of his disease is eradicated in the surgical field itself and that is what he is going to have post operatively so that is what is important once the surgery is done and the wound is healed and that takes about 8 days we start what's called programming programming is we adjust the uh, stimulation we increase the st- uh, stimulation according to the requirement all these things are done in response uh, to get a good response of treatment uh, benefit so mm. the tremor stops the rigidity becomes better so this takes about a couple of weeks to get to the good point and then within about 2 to 3 weeks uh, we should get a sweet spot after which the patient becomes fine and he starts doing well interesting um 
And even though, you know, this part, this next question that I'm about to ask you, we've sort of discussed it in detail in the previous episode, but I really want to understand what happens during the DBS surgery in the sense that what are the different kinds of components that are fitted into the brain, that are fitted near the chest, what happens, how do they connect to each other? You know, I'm just curious. Yeah, so uh, it sounds very uh, funny when you say that you're going to put an electrode into your brain and then connect it to a battery and that's going to... So people ask, do you get to manage us even in all spheres? Oh. You know, they feel that uh, we can you know, adjust and make them uh, do what we want. So that's a, a common question that a patient asks, but no. So what we do is we put in a, an electrode within a, to a very specific nucleus in the brain. Mm-hmm. And then we stimulate. So that particular nucleus only responds to certain, uh, uh, to control certain parts of the disease. So it's a symptomatic treatment. It, it controls the symptoms. It's not curing the disease, but it controls the symptoms. Hmm. Once the symptoms are controlled, once the electrodes are put, these electrodes are connected to a pacemaker like battery. And that is placed on the chest. And uh, usually we place it on the uh, left side if he's a right-handed person because that's easy for him to access. All that is done under the skin. So you don't see any of these equipment. That's another question they ask. Do we have to walk around with a battery? Is it all popping out wires like you see in hi-fi movies, you know, uh, scientific movies <laughs> where you have yeah. two aerials popping out. So these yeah. are questions they keep asking. So we need to tell them, no, everything goes under the skin. And once your hair grows um, and uh, when you walk around, they're not going to make out that you are uh, programmed. So so that is one thing that is very yeah. important with, uh, with these patients when they ask such questions. And it's all internalized and all can be covered by normal clothing. You can just, your ordinary shirt will cover your battery scar. Uh, your collar will cover the little scar that is there. The rest of your hair will cover. Unless you're bald, uh, you don't have any issues. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Most of it will be covered, yeah. Interesting, interesting. And I'm quite surprised with the kind of questions that you get to answer. Obviously, it's a very serious question because uh, yes. imagine walking around with an aerial. I mean, from they they know an electrode is put into your brain and it starts popping out. It, it looks very funny. So we need to tell them, no, 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 don't worry. It's not that. It's all internalized. Well, it's good to ask silly questions and get it out of the way at least. Exactly. You know, and and not only that, what, yeah, what you think is silly may not be really silly. I mean, it's ah, pertinent question. That's true. So now considering that DBS is invasive, how safe is it? Is it safe? Yeah. So it's got a lot of research gone into it. And Mm. all we do is uh, make two little holes here. And it's very thin hair-like wires that we send down into the nucleus. And um, these do not disturb the normal brain at all. And uh, we have got uh, very robust software which tells you exactly how it is going without uh, damaging the important parts of the brain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then we leave it in the alcohol. So the whole complications, if somebody asks, is there complications? Is it safe? Complications are there. Even when you go from here to uh, maybe to Bombay, there can be complications. In the flight, there can be complications all over. Absolutely. That's part of it. But the amount of complications are boiled down to about 5 to 10%. About that's about it, and those are multiple combinations of uh, complications like infection, uh, mm-hmm. which is there otherwise. With anything, you can have infection, you can have a little uh, breakage of the implant, you can have a little hemorrhage. So, all these things are possible, but as far as possible, we do everything to avoid these things. And right. um, 
touch wood, we don't find a very large number of complications in 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 uh, DBS. I'm and glad. And as far as I can recall, it's been in India for about two decades, isn't it? And like yes, more so more than two decades, yeah. yeah. And maybe like about. I don't know, sixteen lakh people or something have been. Yes, uh, yes, about sixteen lakh people have have had it, and uh, these sixteen lakh people, maybe if you two to five percent might have had some complications, but the rest of them are doing good. That is actually quite promising because you know when yeah. you say two to five percent or you take you say five to ten percent, you don't know the kind of number that we are really talking about. Yeah. But this this definitely you know gives quite a perspective. So yes. now last question, Doctor Ravi, uh, yeah. does DBS prevent a person from using future treatments or cures that may come along? Basically. uh it this and this could be another silly question i don't know but is dbs permanent so yeah the answer is yes and no Achha. dbs is permanent because you put it there till you are alive it's going to work and till as long as the parkinson's is controlled it's going to work so that is where it is but the best part is if there is for example 5 years from now 10 years from now we have found a wonder drug hmm. or a wonder method that would cure parkinsons you mm. know a lot of research millions and millions of dollars have been put into research and research is going on mm. we are very simple yeah. then we can just switch off the battery remove the electrodes and he is going to be in pristine condition as what he was pre dbs oh so in that sense you can literally take out the electrodes and yes, the pacemaker yes. you don't just have to switch it off it and if you switch it off there'll always be this little electrode inside You can switch it off and try your wonder drug, new drug, and it's if it's going to work or not. And if it works, pull it out. Why do you want to carry baggage? That is so interesting, and it is so convenient. Very <laughs> convenient. Is... It's a simple day's procedure to remove yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, thank you so much, uh, Doctor Ravi, for you know explaining DBS to us in such a simple sort of a detailed uh, manner, and uh, for helping us understand that this is so convenient. This therapy is actually really convenient. Uh, yes. Thank yes. you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for asking such pertinent questions. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Um so say uh you know we or our loved ones avail this therapy called DBS or deep brain stimulation therapy. What next? Is sawal ka jawab milega janab aapko next episode mein. That's it for this episode on Health Charcha. If you want to know more about the diseases discussed in this podcast, please initiate a discussion with your physician. To stay updated on the podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast. That is H T S M A R T C A S T on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, and to listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com or suno nai nazariye se. This is a public awareness initiative supported by Medtronic. Views expressed are independent views of Dr. Ravi Gopal Verma, intended for general information and educational purposes only. They do not constitute any medical advice. Please consult your physician for any questions or concerns you may have regarding your condition. The doctor makes no recommendations or endorsements of any products or services. This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast.